We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy Wednesday, and welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show. I am Anthony Totri. Right here in front of the mic and the behind the Mac, we got DJ Hakub. We got Jacob running the show today. Guys, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. We've been sick. ASU's been on a bye week, but it's okay. We're back, and we've got a hell of a lot to talk about today. Donald in the chat, let's fucking go. Glad to see you back, Tochi. Let's have a great show. Absolutely. Jacob, this music, man, it just goes crazy, dude. It goes crazy. I'm, I'm cool running it the entire show, to be honest with you. It's just that damn Unfortunately, there's only 45 seconds left. Damn. Damn, that is tragic. That is tragic. Guys, if you're new here, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. Maybe leave a five-star review if you are inclined. Hope everybody has had a great start to the week. We're going to be talking ASU football. We're going to get into our Pac-12 power rankings because it's been a minute since we've done that, obviously. Also, going to show some love to ASU hockey and ASU volleyball because they have had themselves a start to the season for ASU hockey. And then ASU volleyball continues their run of dominance before we get into all of that jacob how you doing man it's been a minute i feel like since you produced one of these shows yeah i mean you came back at the right time (laughs) um the diamondbacks are floundering yeah uh they look very very bad just because i haven't been in spot um tomorrow's game is at 2 p.m is it why is it so early uh the alcs it would be game four and mlb prioritizes uh elimination games Oh. Like, like game four could technically be an elimination game, and so they would get, you know. But it, they can't flex it if it's not going to be? No, I don't think so. So, yeah, it's a 2 p.m. game, so you might get ripped out of this studio mid-show. Okay, well, that's interesting. Hopefully, uh, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe the D-backs won't need me tomorrow. We got Charles Woodall Pike in the chat. What's up, Charles? Let's go ahead and kick things off here with our Pac-12 power rankings, because like I said, it's been a minute since we've gotten into this. But we've got some movement kind of all the way around here. Starting atop the Pac-12 power rankings this week, we've got the Washington Huskies. Come on, guys. They beat Bo Nix. They beat Oregon in an instant classic this past weekend. Michael Penix Jr. looks like the favorite right now to go ahead and land that Heisman spot. Washington not only moving it up in our rankings, but also atop the AP Top 25. They're now number five in the nation Oregon only dropping from one to two. I still like Bo Nix. I think we may see ourselves a little rematch of that game between Washington and Oregon in the Pac-12 championship. Lord knows Dan Lanning would love that. Oregon State stays put. I love what Oregon State has done this season, obviously, with DJ Uyunglele 
at the helm of that offense. The defense looks as dominant as ever, but until they can maybe string together some more of those quality wins, whether that be a Utah SC Oregon, Washington, uh, then I think they stay put there at three. Utah moves up, or yeah, I think I had Utah moving up, USC moving down here. Uh, USC moves down because of that loss to Notre Dame this past weekend, a, a real rough spot for USC simply because Caleb Williams, man, look, 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 look. I don't know if you're trying to play yourself out of being that number one overall pick. Look, I don't blame you if you don't want to go to the Chicago Bears. I totally get that. But come on, man. You know I was going to have to grill you just, just a little bit. Because go Irish, baby. Like, what are, what are we talking about here? I sat there. I was watching that game. Notre Dame did the damn thing. And they, they really beat the brakes off of SC in that game. Now, this next one hurts me. I had to move Arizona up a couple spots because, let's be real, the Wildcats took it to a ranked Wazoo team in Cam Ward. And they did it with Jaden Delore on the bench like U of A fans thought they needed and my goodness, that freshman quarterback, redshirt freshman quarterback, whatever you want to call him, man, he is the real deal. If I'm Jed Fish, I think you got to start that guy the rest of the way. I know Fish was talking about earlier in the week that if you, they've got two quarterbacks, let's be real, Fish. Come on now. I, I, I don't need you to do the coach speak no more. You, you got your guy, okay? You got your guy. Arizona is at six and rightfully so tony in the chat saying totri loves the cats i don't love the cats but i gotta i gotta show some love man like they did the thing i gotta show a little bit of respect okay you're trying to be kind and you still get attacked for i it. know man i know look they 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 beat the shit out of the cougars <laughs> like i was surprised that they did it i was absolutely surprised that they did it but i gotta give credit where credit is due look jed fish friend of the program uh and, and this is a guy that you know he's building something uh, and, and I love the little shot that he took at Elijah rushing in, in the post game, talking about development. I thought that was pretty honest. But let's see what we got for the back half of these power rankings. UCLA at seven. They fall a spot. Chip Kelly, you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Wazoo, they fall, obviously, because of the ass whooping they took from Jet Fish and company. Cal, Cal lost and they move up. You're probably sitting there asking yourself why. Well, Dion, Coach Prime Sanders, I'm going to take you through a little story. Okay, that game was happening on what? A Friday? I went out Friday night. I went to, to Putt Shack. I was mini golfing, having a good time. Saw on the TV, it was 29 to nothing. My dad called me. This was pre strep? This was pre strep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and he called me. He's like, Look, do you see the Colorado score? I'm like, No, nah, what is it? I turned to the TV and they're up 29 0. I'm like, Damn. Like, okay. They were taking it to him. They were taking it to the worst team in the conference, and rightfully so. Okay. Go through the putt putt, end up going bowling afterwards. And Sean, Sean in our group chat, Sean in the group chat types Colorado dot dot dot. I, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna check ESPN because I feel like maybe they maybe they beat them by so many points that it is something crazy. So I go to ESPN and I saw I saw Colorado lost. Colorado lost up 29 to nothing. They lost 46 43 in OT. And Saul's about to chirp me right now. What, Saul? I'm not gonna be chir- I'm not gonna chirp. I'm man. just showing respect, man. Bro, I mean, we have come such a far away, I'm baby. Just showing respect, I mean, bro. Literally in your rankings, we w- we started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> Let's go, baby. I Number show six. Respect. <laughs> I had to show respect, man. Look, Jed Fish, he's doing what he's doing. Uh, but that's 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 not gonna stop me from talking my shit on Dion, man. Y'all lost to Stanford. Okay. You let Stanford hang forty six points on your head. Just just do this for me real quick. 
Just do this for me. No watch today, too. Rough, rough day for hey, me. Not to wear. Act like you've been there before. I country. haven't been there. I haven't been there, man. I don't know. What's the, um, I haven't seen no student section. I don't know what to tell you. And then the last two teams here in these Pac-12 power rankings, we've got Stanford obviously moving up a spot. Can't really justify moving them too far up. Uh, after that, I know that they did beat Colorado, but I'm going to be honest, if they played that game nine more times, I think Colorado probably takes it nine more times. Uh, and then Arizona State, man, this is tough for me. I'm glad Saul left before we got into this part because, goddamn, man, I didn't think we'd be here. I didn't think we'd be at one win. We haven't beaten an FBS team this season. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw the numbers. That Definitely this week against Washington. This is, yeah, this doesn't bode well, man. But I'm pretty sure I saw a number that they paid uh, $1.1 This is Arizona State. Paid $1.1 million for that game uh, to play Fresno State earlier in the year where they lost 29 to zero it's tough man and on a bye week we're obviously going to get into the injuries and all that stuff but this is this week's power rankings obviously uh, a lot can change this week washington state is at number nine oregon you've got number 14 utah at number 18 sc you've got ucla at stanford and then of course you got the game that we're going to be talking about here in just a little bit with jordan ham asu matching up obviously against the number five washington Huskies. Now you're probably sitting there, you're wondering, man, I wish I would have probably placed a nice juicy bet on Stanford money line when they were down 29 to zero. I know everybody thought that. I know you just couldn't log in fast enough. Okay. But look, college football, NFL, there's a place to bet on it. And that's called the DraftKings Sportsbook app, guys. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking up New customers with an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of a sweeter offer every game day this October. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use that code PHNX. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code PHNX. Only a DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours, guys. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.com. 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensed partner, Golden Nugget, Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Now, you're obviously, you're betting, and you're sitting there, and you're watching all these great games. And I know you're doing it with a nice Four Peaks brew in your hand because, hey, Jacob, Pumpkin Porter season is back, and it's been I back. I had one to drown my sorrows last night. That's fair. That's fair. I came in last week, uh, and I was watching the D-backs game with Derek and company. I had to get myself a Pumpkin Porter, and guys, it is just, it's my favorite. I'm going to be honest with you. I love the wow. I love the juicy. I love the hazy, but the Pumpkin Porter just is different. It's like sweet, but it also still has like a beer taste to it. I don't know. Go check it out. Grab one for yourself. Maybe grab a little case of them because they're going to go quickly. Okay, you bring those at a party, my gosh, you are going to be the life of the party. You're the best one there. Okay, grab one of those and check out the 8th Street Pub over in Tempe, not only for the great drinks, but for the great food as well. Visit fourpeaks.com slash locator to find all your favorite brewery tours and events. Stein Holding, Oktoberfest, and Haunted Brewery Tours are right around the corner. Check out at Four Peaks Brew or at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. You've got to be 21 or older to drink Four Peaks, and please drink 
responsibly. Now, we're going to be talking a little bit Arizona State at number five, Washington. Now, you're sitting back, you're sitting at home, and you're like, you know what? This game has got upset written all over it. Just kidding. No, it doesn't. Trenton Borgay is the last quarterback, though, to take down the Washington Huskies, and they did this last year. I know the man of the hour, Jordan Ham. Jordan Ham was there. Let's go ahead and bring in Hammy himself. Jordan, I, when you were watching that game last year, before obviously we get into to the matchup this week, did at any point did you think Trenton Borgay would be the guy to lead Arizona State to victory against Washington? Not until late in the second half. Like it, it really was one of those things where it was just like, okay, Emory Jones got injured. Trent Borgay, we, we've seen what he can do in practice, but this is a backup quarterback going up against a really good team and a really good defense. And then he just started making throws and the offense really started rolling. And you saw things just really open up that we hadn't seen uh, up until that point last year. So it was super impressive, obviously, kind of the start on a different trajectory for Trenton moving forward. And that's when he kind of went full Matt Saracen for me, like the, the underdog guy. And then all of a sudden he comes in, makes some really big throws, and then he's able to get a win and, and Sean Aguano's first win as interim head coach. Yeah, that was just a crazy time for Arizona State. And now you obviously fast forward to this week. The Huskies, number five in the nation. I know they're probably looking for a little bit of payback from last season. Michael Penix Jr. Uh, seems to be the front runner for the Heisman. They obviously just took down a, a dominant team in Bo Nix in Oregon. Just do, do you see, before we get into to everything that you've seen from practice, like how do you go about taking down or I guess slowing down an offense like Washington. Well, and that's something that I think ASU has been able to do so far this year. Like you look at Colorado, they really moved the ball well going into that game. And then ASU was able to stifle them a little bit. So if you're able to keep, you know, like you said, contain Washington, like you're, you're not going to be able to stop them, but if you yeah. can contain Washington a bit and then, you know, a key play from last year was that Jordan Clark pick six that was yeah. thrown off an offensive lineman's helmet. They haven't had an interception yet. They've had <laughs> one turnover so far this year. So if you're able to get a couple of turnovers and make some short fields for this offense that has been struggling, like I think that's the mix that you really have to have uh, if you want to have a chance at this game. Yeah, you're definitely going to need to create some more opportunities for Trenton Morgan, an offense that still feels like it's still trying to find its identity a little bit. Uh, getting to the offense, the offensive line has big, uh, been a big point of concern for this team, whether that be injuries or just some unfortunate play down the stretch. Obviously, the team just had its bye week. What is the team looking like, at least from the offensive line, in terms of starters and, and our guys coming back, Asaya Glass? Like, Where does that unit kind of stand? So it's kind of a good news, bad news situation here. Isaiah Glass is back, um, and that's a that's a big boost for them. Um, but we also learned yesterday that Bram Walden is questionable, Joey Ramos is questionable, Kate Briggs is questionable, and uh, Sione Finau is questionable. And for for Ramos and Bram, those were two guys that were playing uh, in in their last game. So uh, it, I don't know what the football gods, you know, have against the Sun Devils this year and the injuries that they have. But you you picture, 
you know, coming out of the bye, there are going to be more guys healthy. And it's kind of like a, you know, a wash right now because so many guys are going out. I don't know if like in the bye week, everybody left practice, got on their scooters and instantly ran into each other. (laughs) But like, that's how I feel with this team. So, you know, there are still a lot of rotation. I even saw that um, Sam Benjamin, who's a defensive lineman, was practicing with the offensive line this week. Like that's where we're at in terms of depth. So I think overall, like, performance-wise, they've done pretty well. Like, they've done what they can. But when you realize there's such little depth behind that you can't even really rotate guys in to get some fresh legs under you, that's why I think we've seen the struggles in the fourth quarter. It's because the offensive line is gas because they're not used to playing a full game, as is, you know, most offensive lines in college football. No, absolutely. I'm surprised Kenny, somewhere along the lines, hasn't tried to find a, a bubble wrap NIL deal for some of his players because my god they are dropping like flies and it really has started like from week one these guys just going down at a crazy rate I think before the bye week whoever they played I think was it Colorado right before the bye it it felt like there was a couple plays where there were two guys hurt like several times like you had two defenders hurt across the field and you're like this is really this is really just bad injury luck I don't know if it's maybe like you said they've got an issue with the football gods or something like that uh, but it's, you know, part of it is, is obviously the injury luck and there's people questioning, you know, the, the strength and conditioning staff for, for that reason. But there's obviously a guy that Sun Devil fans have, have maybe been waiting to see for quite some time now. And I saw on social media cause I haven't been able to, to go to practice cause I'm in sick, but Jordan Tyson working a little bit more with the offense. What have you seen from him this week so far? Yeah, ju- just seeing him kind of ramp up week over week. Uh, you know, it, a lot of times he was he was off to the side watching, but over these past couple of weeks, we've seen him get into drills, maybe not making the cut fully 100%, but we're we're starting to see him ramp up. And with these red shirt rules now, he can still maintain a red shirt uh, and still play four games. So I think mm-hmm. that's what they're hoping for. If they can get him in the last couple of games of the year, get his feet under him. He's obviously, it's been a big transition coming from Colorado, but he was a guy that was really productive, really one of the few productive Colorado players from last year uh, to this year now. And this is already, I think, a pretty good wide receiver core. And if you can add him and a young guy um, that's going to be here for a while, like just get his feet under him, get, get him some game reps, see what this offense is all about. Get in that game atmosphere. That could be huge for them, you know, in the back half of this year, but also long-term for the Sun Devils as well. Yeah. Just to confirm, though, we don't expect Tyson to play at all this week against Washington. I I wouldn't think so. I think he's still a couple weeks away, but just seeing what he's been able to do the past couple couple weeks, that trajectory is looking like he he could find the field here in the next couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely. And I know the the running back group they got some some good news to Carlos Brooks back in action. Obviously, at the start of the season, uh, it, it looked like it was going to be a little bit of a, a one two punch with with Scat. And then D'Lo, and then obviously D'Lo goes down, uh, now working his way back this week. How is he trending, and just kind of how has he looked uh, now that he's able to start doing some contact stuff? Yeah, I I think that's going to be huge for him is the contact because he's a guy that does not shy away from hits and actually likes delivering them and, you know, packing a punch. We saw him play fullback earlier this year yeah. in the I formation. So I get, I think it gives Kenny Dillingham some flexibility. Um, he's hopeful that he'll be able to play this week, but um, we haven't gotten that full clear, like he's good to go. So it might, it could be one more week potentially, but um, again, that's another area that 
Uh, the depth hasn't quite been there. It's been a lot of Cam Scadabo, and you see the wear and tear over the weeks yeah. um, get on him. And, you know, he's he's a physical guy, too, so he's taken a lot of hits. Uh, they even had Geo Sanders there in the backfield a couple of times to show some different looks. So I think getting another guy that's used to playing at a Pac-12 level, fully healthy, uh, that could be really big for them moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Just in terms of this Saturday's game against Washington, obviously the odds are not in Arizona State's favor anyway. You really slice it. Obviously, Trenton Bourget has the experience against Washington, but coming into the season, it looked like he was going to be the third quarterback on the depth chart. He obviously finds himself as the starter right now with injuries to Pine and Rashada. Uh, obviously, the injuries, the injuries really across the roster, Washington being such a dominant team, one of the best offenses in the nation. But if Arizona State was able to find a way to take down this team, what do you think it would do just in terms of morale, not only for the roster, but also just kind of for, for Tempe, which I feel like is kind of just chomping at the bit to get a, a really promising victory this season? So it's interesting because I talked about last year's win to Sean Aguano. And he mentioned, like, we needed that win so yeah. badly last year. You know, they were in a tough losing streak. Um, it, it was a very similar situation to what it is now. But I feel like it'd be an even ramped up version of that because you're on the road. Uh, Washington was around a top 20 school at that time last year. Mm-hmm. Now they're a top five school. Like, you're really playing spoiler. Um, and ASU has had success, obviously a much different team two years ago, but they were able to go to Seattle. It was a very rainy game, a very drudgy game. And uh, it was just like the Rashad White show. Um, and they were still able to get a win on the road. So like some of these guys that were still there know what it's like to go up there, what the the environment's going to be like. But yeah, that could be absolutely huge if they're able to get a W um, and then really put them on a path where I think it's a really tough second half of the schedule, mm-hmm. but I think there are some very winnable games. And we've seen uh, with ASU, they've been right there time and time again. Um, and literally just the ball has not bounced their way time and time again. Like this could easily be a three-win team. Uh, and I don't think you have to stretch too far to see it being a four-win team. So if that momentum starts to go, and I know some people say like momentum in sports isn't a thing. I happen to think that like the the mindset that you can have if you are kind of getting in that flow a little bit, like that can help things start going your way. Um, so that really could help them push in the second half. Yeah, and I think this is, I mean, to be honest with you, this is probably the the perfect week to have to face a, a team like Washington coming off uh, such an intense game versus Oregon. And I remember I was sitting watching Monday Night Football and, and Berman was doing the fastest three minutes and he was leading up to, to everything about what happened. And he was talking about that's why you play the game, right? Nobody had the Jets pegged to beat the Eagles. Nobody had the Browns pegged to, to, to beat the Niners. But that's why you play the game, right? Like, obviously, there's not a lot of people that are going to be out there picking Arizona State versus Washington. But there's a reason they don't just set the schedule and mark it as a dub instead of an L, right? They got to go out there and play. And when Arizona State takes that field on Saturday, who do you think, give me one player on offense, one player on defense that you really think could be the difference makers for the Sun Devils? I think on defense, BJ Green, uh, Michael Penix has only been sacked four times this year. Like he has gotten some great protection and you saw him get a little beat up at the end of that Oregon game. Uh, they said it, that it was cramps. Um, but I, I think there was some wear and tear there mm-hmm. too. Um, but BJ has been the one that has been able to get to the quarterback 
the most. And if he can consistently get there and at least um, rush Michael Penix a little bit um, and show that this offensive line isn't quite bulletproof, then I think that that can definitely help and maybe cause some turnovers. That's the thing that Kenny Dillingham has said time and again about the lack of turnovers is it starts with attacking the quarterback. Uh, you know, the the secondary can only do so much, and sometimes it's just bad luck like we talked about. Yeah. But I think if BJ can can be that force, then that could cause some potential um, some potential turnovers there. Um, and then on on the other side, I think we know that we're going to get a healthy dose of Cam Scadabo, uh, uh, Scadabo throughout the, the game. Um, but you want to see one or two of those pass catchers really get involved. Elijah Badger was the one last year that caught two touchdowns. You saw when you get him in open space the past couple of weeks, what he can do. And I think, you know, Jalen Conyers continues to be a matchup problem. Um, and if they can get him the ball consistently, I think that that can be uh, something that's really helpful. And, and last year with Trenton, when he played Washington, he was able to spread the ball around. He got three passes, at least three passes to four different receivers. So if you can kind of spread out that defense a little bit um, and not where can they, they can hone in on one or two receivers, I think that's going to help you really be able to move the football quite a bit. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll see if this team, which is full of offensive weapons, Arizona State, what they can obviously do on Saturday against Washington. Jordan, for, for all the people, where can they keep up with all your content? Are you heading to, to Washington Husky Stadium this weekend? Not this week, um, but I will be on the road with uh, ASU also. Um, probably going to be traveling with U of A a little bit in the back half of this year. So uh, going to be a busy college season for sure. Uh, but you can find all my stuff uh, at Jordy Ham on Twitter. Um, and then anything on Sports 360 AZ. You have some some projects I'm working on I'm excited about. I was over at a Pac-12 Media Day for basketball last week. So have some cool content coming out in the coming weeks with that as well. Love it. Jordan, thank you so much as always, man. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Oh, man. Well, look, he, he sure knows how to inspire some life, man, because I I, I want to take I want to take Arizona State, man. I want to take them off of off of, you know, a bye week. Obviously, Washington having such a tough game against Oregon. I'm gonna be real. I don't think I don't think it happens. I want I want to find a way. I want to find a way. But unless you could tell me that half of the Huskies team doesn't show up to Husky Stadium then I, I don't think it's going to be it's not going to be a, a fantastic outing again you got a number five team in the nation uh, in michael Penix jr and washington going up against an arizona state team that, us? i mean you're you're not wrong look for the same reason if you would have told me <laughs> that hey the jets and the eagles and the niners and the browns they have a dog fight right they're in they're in dog fight games if you would have told me that before sunday I would have still said, I'm going to take the Eagles, I'm going to take the Niners. And you could tell me that now, even after what we've seen in the NFL, even after what we've seen in college football this season. Until they do it, there's no reason to believe it, right? There's no reason for me to sit here and tell you, hey, this one-in-whatever football team that hasn't beaten an FBS team this season, there's no reason you should sit, should sit there and pick Arizona State. But to your point, why not us, Right? Like, we've seen this team. We've seen this team bounce back. We've seen this team grow week in and week out. If they could put it together, who knows what they're capable of, okay? This team can certainly, certainly shock the nation on Saturday. It's just a matter of will they at this point. There's, this team has weapons. You heard Jordan talk about it, right? Elijah Badger, Scadaboo, Conyers, defensive side of the ball, Ro Torrance, right? 
Jordan Clark was a big part of last year's game. BJ Green, Prince Dorba. Like, there are a lot of guys on this team that have really, really good games this season. If they can all put it together and find a way to have a great game on Saturday, then they'll be in it. Also, who knows what a bye week does for a team? You just never know. Nah, you don't. And you don't know what it what it means on the flip side of that coin for Washington having such an intense game this past Saturday. But it is a road game for Arizona State, which means we're going to be doing our post-game shows. Obviously, from here, we're going to be watching the game here. And what I love about Arizona State road games is I always get to stop at Burrito Express earlier in the day. That way, I can bring burritos to the office and eat them. Guys, if you haven't checked out Burrito Express yet, I don't know what you're doing. They've got the best burritos in the damn valley, and they got locations all over. I'm still on the steak and egg, add bacon. Steak and egg, add chorizo. That's also fire. The the breakfast supreme. It all goes BSB crazy. with chorizo added. Fire. Fire. Guys, go check out Burrito Express. Uh, great service, great food, great everything over there. Grab a burrito and follow them at Burrito EXP. Also, you're probably wondering, you're like, okay, I got to go find myself a BE location. Bet. But you need some gas, just like me. I always need gas or I always need something from a gas station. So there's only one right place to stop, and that's Circle K, guys. It is America's Thirst Shop. But I'm going to change that. You know what it is? It's Totri's Thirst Shop, okay? Because they got everything Totri needs over at Circle K, including a new free membership program where you guys can save 25 cents per gallon on your first five Phillips. Get every six free on a selection of Circle K products, whether that be pizza, coffee, ice cold fountain drinks, everything. Join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions apply at participating locations. Visit CircleK.com for details. Jacob, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time to be talking a little bit ASU hockey, ASU volleyball. And I know there's some people in the chat want to talk a little bit about ASU basketball. We'll get into that as well. But I do want to start with ASU volleyball because you know what they are? A wagon. They are a wagon, dude. ASU Volleyball, 18-2 and two on the season. They are the number 17 team in the D1 Volleyball Top 25, which I'll be honest with you, if you're 18-2, and two, you deserve to be higher, okay? You absolutely deserve to be higher than some of the teams that are in that, like, top 15, top 10 range. This past weekend, you know what they did? Just casually swept Oregon, who just so happens to be the number five team in the nation. It was a great rebound, too, because they, they lost to Oregon State in yeah. five a couple days before, and it was kind of one of those like, oh, maybe. maybe can't get too high, can't get too low, right? And that's exactly what they did. They got right back to, to their equilibrium, and they, they dominated the Ducks, man. You win all three of those matches against the Ducks, again, a number five team in the nation. Jacob, you brought it up. Their only losses this season uh, have come to that Oregon State team and then number three team, Stanford, which ASU will have their chance at payback a little bit later in the season. And I, I feel like I feel like their head coach, J.J. Van Neal, deserves some flowers. Okay, because if you look at ASU volleyball over the last three seasons, they haven't been very good. Okay, they've already got more wins than they had in the last three years individually. They were 13 and 19 last year. They were 14 and 17 the year before, and they were 6 and 14 in 2020. And you're sitting here and telling me they're 18 and 2, the number 17 team in the nation? Come on, man. Like this team deserves some love, okay? They're on the road this weekend. They got Utah on Friday. They're at Colorado on Sunday, but when this team gets back, definitely go show out, go show some love 
uh, to these Sun Devils, man, because there's obviously a lot of people that are hanging their head about, you know, kind of where the football program is, at least currently. And basketball season hasn't started yet. Baseball season hasn't really started yet. Like, go show some love. Go show some love to ASU Volleyball because they're a damn good team. Uh, and they are certainly going to continue to climb those rankings. Shout out J.J. Van Neal again uh, for for just the way that this program uh, is being run and, and being built. It, it's truly something really, really, really special. Uh, I also want to talk ASU hockey for a second because they have had a hell of a start to the season. I know it's only been two games, but 2-0 and is a big thing for Greg Powers because this team last year had such high expectations and they kind of hit the floor. They kind of hit the floor last year. Obviously, Mullet Arena was the talk of the town, everything that everybody was talking about, multiple sellouts. I, I think they sold out every student section last year at Mullet Arena. And, and from what I've heard, what I've seen, it sounds like they're going to be doing a lot of the same this season. But hopefully they're going to be doing it with some wins. Okay, They had a two-game series sweep over Merrimack to start the year. First game, they won 1-0 in overtime. You know what we love about a one nothing win in overtime, Jacob? It's a win. It's a gritty win. It's a dirty win where your fingernails are all like dirty. And it's just like, ah, we had to fight for that shit. Right? Like that's that's a type of win you're as a fan. You're, you're sitting there and you're like, oh my goodness. Are we going to do it? Are we going to beat a ranked team? And at the end of it, you win in overtime, one nothing. Yeah, that's gross. That's disgusting. But it is a win and it says something about this program. It says that they're ready. They're ready for the start of the season. And you then, can you can win in a blowout and just be like that team that randomly just kind of popped yeah. off one game. But if you know how to win an overtime game one nothing, like you've learned how to win. Oh, absolutely. Point, right? Like like they say that like if you learn how to lose, like that's a really hard habit to break. But if you <laughs> learn how to win, like that's that is the next step to being relevant. Right. Oh, absolutely. And and the best part of that whole series wasn't necessarily the like individual side of the one Oh, nothing winning over time is the fact that they turned around in game two, they won four to two uh, and they did it when they were trailing in that game, I believe one to two to come back to score three goals, one an empty netter at the end. Uh, but this is a team that, you know, is on the up and up after a, a tough year last year when they're, like I said, there were a lot of expectations. Greg powers was getting a lot of flack. Uh, but I think this year is going to be the year where they finally are comfortable in their new arena and it's going to be a lot of fun. They got Northern Michigan up next at Mullet Arena on Friday and Saturday. You get $20 tickets on game time. $20 tickets. Donald in the chat. Opening day for Coyotes followed by ASU Hockey. The mullet is about to be nuts. Oh, yeah. Literally, guys. Hockey season is back. And we don't even got a game time ad read. But you can get $20 off with that code PHNX. And I just told you that ASU tickets are $20. Hey, go to an ASU Hockey game for free. Literally, all you got to do is use that, that code PHNX, man. Just go do it. Go go check out some hockey. Uh, Robbie in the chat talking about ASU basketball. We will get there in a second. Donald, and we did take those teams to tree. We didn't win money. Yeah, no, look, man. Look, man. I don't blame, I don't blame myself. I take zero responsibility for my actions. Um, I blame Jalen Hurts for throwing uh, just an awful interception. And I blame, what is it, Jake Moody, the 49ers kicker, for hooking a 40-yard field goal? Dude, what are you doing? What are you doing? I play in fantasy this week. I better I better see you hook every single 40-yard field goal that you have on Sunday because there's no shot that I am not going to be screaming at my television when you cost me money because you hooked a field goal 
last week against the Browns. Not only he cost me money, he cost Donald money, he cost everybody else in the chat money. So, Jake Moody, if you're listening, because I know you're just a giant fan of the program, uh, be better, okay? Be better. Now, if you're like Donald and me, and maybe you lost some money, uh, because let's be real, we don't win them all. But they do over at OGs, and they help those losses feel a hell of a lot better. Now, if you're stuck on what kind of OGs to get, it's all good, man. Go in, check them out. They got a ton of different flavors. They got peaches and cream, blackberries and cream, watermelon, red apple, orange creamsicle. They literally have all the flavors that you could ever imagine. Maybe grab a couple different packs. That way you could try uh, different ones. The flavors are really, really good. Uh, and, and it doesn't taste like normal gummies that taste like weed. It tastes like this legit tastes like candy. And the best part of talking about OGs is I see Max in the window over here. Max owes me a bag of OGs because he lost a bet. And if he doesn't pay up by Friday, he actually owes me two bags of OGs. So this man's got to get to work. He's got to go to a local dispo, just like you guys, to go grab some OGs. Guys, all their flavors are Hall of Flame, Hall of Fame and Hall of Flame flavors, to be honest with you. Check out our friends at OG's Brands for yourself and try one or a few other many delicious flavors. Check them out across all socials at OG's Brands and online at ogsbrands.com to find them at a local (laughs) dispo near you. You must be 21 plus to enjoy responsibly. Also, guys, you know what's great when you're high? Food. Food's really good when you're high. So maybe what you should do, because you filled up on your Circle K gas, is you should head over to Illegal Pete's on your way home, grab some food, then take some OGs, because Illegal Pete's, my God, that food smacks. Whether you're sober or high, to be honest with you, it goes crazy all the time. They've got the best tacos, the best bowls, the best burritos, and my goodness, don't even get me started on the Margs. That's my favorite thing about some of those post-game shows, is the Margs go stupid, they go crazy. I wish I could eat the queso, but I'm lactose. No, it's it's not just a it's not just like a. So, did, did you ever hear that? There's people that like I tell people I'm lactose intolerant and like it's a mindset. Nah, bro, it's not a mindset. No, your tummy just can't yeah, handle. Tell a lot my of dairy. tummy it's a mindset, dog. Like I've been trying it. I love cheese. I just you know I just can't eat it. But if you can go check out their queso, their guac also goes crazy too. Illegal Pete's your go-to spot this summer. Stop by for happy hour, 3 p.m. through 8 p.m. every day at all 12 locations. Illegal Pete's the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer for 20 years now before we get talking about bobby hurley and their new edition go ahead and hit that like button because bobby hurley he's always asking for some likes here and there you know he's begging he's pleading he's he's doing everything he can to just make sure that you guys hit that like button and jacob i promised it in the chat this might be the first time you've heard it but i want to get you know past members of this show on a little thing like that how hard would it be to like make a, Sh- a shane one and a sean one would it be would it be difficult to do that like a like an in memoriam. Yeah, but I'll leave a like. Yeah, I'll get photos from them. Okay, perfect. I I want their specific photos that I'll send you to see if we if we can make them. I want to make them just the worst photos absolutely possible, uh, just because. JJ in the chat talking about Jose Perez. We'll get into that. Robbie a little bit earlier. Not talking about the lactose bill, but the comment that he has scrolling up here. What about ASU basketball this year? How long are you guys going to keep Bobby Hurley? Are you happy with what he's doing with your program next year in the Big 12 looks bleak for you? Robbie, I'm just going to take a guess. Are you from Tucson? Are you down south, buddy? Because, look, I'm be, I'm be real with you. I, I'm cool with Bobby Hurley. I like the way that Bobby Hurley has run this program so far. I think there's obviously a lot of room to grow, as is just about every single program in the nation that doesn't win the national championship right because i would say same thing for you too right like 
Is there growth for Tommy Lloyd and U of A? Absolutely, because getting bounced in the first round by number 15, Princeton, hmm, I'd say there's there's room to grow for you guys, just like there's room for ASU to grow. And I think they've done so a lot this offseason by getting a lot of high-level transfers and a new transfer in Jose Perez. Okay, this is a guard who transferred over from West Virginia. He didn't play at West Virginia. But if you look at his stats, this is a guy who has played at a couple different universities. And everywhere he's gone, he's pretty much been a high-level scorer. Played at Manhattan. Wow, I said that with an accent. Manhattan. Played at Manhattan last year. Averaged 18 points a year before at Marquette. About 3.1 in the 10 games played. And then two years at Weber. 15.2 one year, 15.1 another year. So outside of that one year at Marquette where he only averaged, again, about 11 minutes a game. When this guy plays, again, the other three uh, seasons, averaging 33 minutes, 35 minutes, 31 minutes, this is a guy that as long as he's in the game and finds a little bit of a scoring rhythm, this is somebody who can certainly find uh, he can certainly find the basket. JJ in the chat. Hurley scheduled seven non-conference games against Ken Palm preseason top 100 teams. He's trying to grow, right? Absolutely trying to grow. And I think that's the the really fun thing about this ASU team, right? Is this is the first offseason that we've seen since the, the year where this team was number three in the nation, where they took a foreign tour. And I know there's a lot of people that whether they don't buy it in terms of like what it can do for the team, I think in terms of growing the camaraderie, the synergy on the court uh, and, and the brotherhood that these guys are going to have, I think it's certainly going to be a, a big part. And look, I, I think there's a lot of people that they saw the the Jose Perez transfer and that immediately kind of brought up to, to what JJ's talking about. Doesn't think that Adam Miller is going to get his waiver. Yeah, I, I think that definitely leads me to believe that it, it's – probably going to go in the wrong direction for Sonneville fans, similar to the ASU football team with Jake Smith um, and Xavier Alford. But again, JJ is just a step ahead of me. But if Adam Miller does get a waiver, that's, that's you got a lot of guys, a lot of mouths to feed on that roster. But you'd rather have Jose Perez than not have Jose Perez. Man, JJ is just like... He's just doing your show jo- you Are you in my head, JJ? Like, what are you doing here, dude? Like, that's pretty crazy. But look, again, getting back to Jose Perez, uh, throughout his career, four years of collegiate basketball, I don't care where you've played, that's a lot. That's a lot, and he's been able to do it while finding the basket. Again, obviously outside of that one year at Marquette where he only you know played about 11 minutes, but throughout his career averaging 15 points, four boards, three assists, shooting nearly 40% from the field. He's a little bit of a bigger guard, I want to say 6'5". Uh, so he, he certainly fits as maybe a... Um, a two or a three on this roster, kind of depending on where Bobby Hurley decides to fit him in the rotation. Because as we've talked really all off season, this is a big roster. This is a tall roster. It's a lengthy roster. Kamari lands, Sean Phillips, uh, JJ's guys, Zane Meeks. Like there are a lot of guys out there um, that just have a lot of length on this team, which makes me excited and should make Sando fans excited too, just to kind of see the athleticism of this team, which is something that I don't necessarily know if Bobby Hurley teams have had a whole lot of in the past. I think Bobby Hurley teams in the past have really thrived on their defense and then in transition getting to the hoop, or they've been a lights out three point shooting team. This year, I think it's going to be a lot more of some of those, you know, top 10 ESPN plays, those dunks, those just, you know, hopefully we're not seeing as much of this 
and we're seeing maybe something that looks a little bit more cohesive, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, I, I think ASU fans should feel comfortable. You're asking for plays? A play that's not this. Okay. You know how many times I saw this in Vegas? <laughs> and anytime Hurley would do it, me, Sean, and Shane would be just sitting on the, the baseline <laughs> like this. Like, man, it's. I, I think ASU fans should have faith in, in Bobby Hurley this year. Right. And, and I'll leave it at this of where ASU fans want to be isn't too far off from where they were last year. Okay. Now, I know there's some people being like, what are you talking about? Well, you made the tournament last year. Right. And I know the big thing was first four again. Damn. Okay. Well, you know, the next step of that is you make the tournament and you're not in the first four and you don't got to worry about it. Okay. You're more concerned with where are we playing? What seed are we? Not are we going to get in? That's the next step. Now, if Hurley and company can make that step this year, then I'm not worried about the Big 12, to be honest with you. Because, look, it's going to be the basketball conference regardless. Is there going to be a better coach out there for Arizona State right now? Probably not. Probably not. I think Bobby Hurley is the guy for now. Okay? And I think this is the show for now. So if you enjoyed the content, Give us a follow over at PHNX underscore Sun Devils. You can follow me on social at Anthony underscore Toetree. Jacob, where can the folks at home follow you? Jacob underscore Franklin four. I am the fourth best Jacob Franklin in the universe. In the universe? Yeah, the I, imagine there's a, I, mean, well, I imagine there's a lot of them. Okay, really quick. What do, you, what do you assume the other three do? Just making it up. So this is actually kind of hilarious. Mm. So I got put... In a group chat on LinkedIn, oh god, of a dude whose brother's name was Jacob Franklin, and he was rounding up a bunch of Jacob Franklins to give, like, he found like married Jacob Franklins to give speeches to his brother who was getting married. Like, it was like a whole thing. It was wild. It was the craziest message I've ever gotten. But he was like, "You have the same name as my brother. You're married. He's getting married. Like, I'm trying to get all the other Jacob Franklins." To give him words of advice. That's crazy. It That's was crazy, dog. It was crazy. Like, can you imagine just everybody in the chat or listening at home? Imagine somebody just like you that invites you to a group chat with people with the same name as you. That's crazy. And there's like 30 of you. Can you imagine? That would blow my mind if there was like 30 Anthony Toshis out there. I, that'd be imposter syndrome for sure. Like I would, I would. I wouldn't know how to handle that. I need to go to therapy immediately. JJ in the chat, in the chat, Totri killing it solo. I appreciate you. Hopefully not solo for too much longer, but you're going to have to stay locked in. PHNX Sports for all the good news. Again, guys, appreciate you so much. We will be back here Thursday at 2 p.m. for a lot more fun. And before we get out of here, one thing for you. Go Devils, baby. Peace.